welcome to episode 8 of the Sideman Designer podcast. This is a podcast for supporting players, for people in the cast to keep the show running and the band playing, for people who help bring everyone together to deliver their best performance. Episode 8, we are in. We are almost at the end of this season of podcasts. Um, I mentioned last week that I'm probably going to take it up to maybe 10 episodes, and I shared on my Instagram as well this week that uh, at the end of episode 10, I was probably going to take a little break for the summer. It's going to round out on a nice a nice period of the end of July and uh, going to take a little break after episode 10. It's been a pretty busy week. Um, I, there's been a lot of business stuff happening this week. Um, my own company, Tom Jepson Creative, is now a limited company. It's fully incorporated. Um, so taking the move from freelancing... Uh, being a sole trader to actually being a registered limited company. It's uh, some serious adulting, talking to accountants and uh, looking up HMRC's corporation tax guidelines, uh, which is just, it's a whole new world for me. But I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I may have mentioned before that I really enjoy the business side of running a business as much as the creative work. So having this opportunity to carry forwards and, and, and kind of run the limited company myself is, is really exciting. Also uh, this week saw the return of Nottingham's DXN Design Exchange event run by two great guys who run uh, the JH agency in Nottingham. Um, it's really really good to to see that event come back after a, a brief break uh, at the start of the year and they opened in fine form with to designers from NHS and DWP, uh, Dean Vipond, uh, who was talking about redesigning the NHS website. He shared a great case study and his experience of that. And Craig Abbott, who talked about empathy and accessibility, which is, it's a really hot topic at the moment uh, for designers to be talking about accessibility. But he shared some, some practical information about how to make things more accessible on the web, but also about the the human side of accessibility and how you know disability is not always visible and disability is not always what you would class as disability. There are different ranges. There might be a permanent disability or it may be a, a situational impairment. But while we are designing, we need to be empathetic and understanding that the things we make need to be considered as beneficial for somebody so the talks were great um, and as I say it was really really good to see the event come back as designers as creatives as people working in an industry um, which has many niches it's really good to have these community events and I would encourage everyone you know if you've got an event near you that's something that you're focused on or maybe it's a more of a broad tech related event go to your events because the people who run them more often than not don't make money on these things they do them because they, they love the community and they love running the event more often than not although I am aware that running an event of any scale is is kind of uh, is kind of a big endeavor but they can't do it without people going to the events so if there's something you're interested in and there is a community event for you to go to get yourself to it because they will disappear. If you don't go, they won't happen. So, yeah, Design Exchange in Nottingham, it's back. Really pleased about that. 
I feel good to be able to kind of attend and support the community. It's a good opportunity to meet up with people as well, which leads me on quite uh, concisely to my kind of thought of the week, um, which this week for me was all about staying healthy when you work for yourself. It's something that I've spoken about in the past, um, and I, when I've you know I've, I've been on on other podcasts uh, about running a shop and being a freelancer and working for myself, and it's something that's always come up is, is that question about kind of how do you how do you keep yourself in check while you're working, you know what do you do to stay healthy, what do you do to stay motivated, and there are kind of a few key areas that uh, that I think about and. Uh, it's probably not new information, but I definitely think it's worth reiterating, um, especially for people maybe coming into working for themselves who've previously been working for a business or for somebody else, or maybe it's their first job and they just want to kind of get in and do it. There are ways and means to keep yourself healthy and to keep in check um, while you are grafting to get the work, to do the work, to invoice to do your tax, to, you know, get out to your community events. You have to keep it all balanced. So there are kind of three areas for me that I I have to be mindful of um, to keep myself healthy while I am am attempting to work and, and run a shop. So first up is exercise. It's been talked about a lot that uh, a little exercise daily is really good for improving your mental state and kind of boosting your mood. And I'll attest to that when I start a a day with a little session in the gym or a a brisk walk around the block even, I always feel more engaged and more invigorated and more ready to kind of tackle the day. Working in the sedentary roles that we, we sometimes do as designers and developers, we get bogged down in front of the screen. So we have to kind of get up and get out, get into the fresh air and really push ourselves to to keep our bodies healthy. You know, 20 to 30 minutes a day, just something to get your heart rate up and keep your muscles moving. Is is, you know, it's proven to to keep you going and keep your keep your mood up you know you can also take it as a small win each day you know you don't have to be hitting the gym and and smashing it every time doing those five or 10k runs every single day but just by getting up getting out doing a little exercise and doing something focused for you you can say you know I've achieved something by doing this little bit of exercise and then you can go and get back into your day and park yourself up and go push those pixels around. Another important thing for me, and this is something that I talk about with people quite a lot, is having really solid routine in my day. And I'll caveat this by saying this works for me. Some people maybe don't need it as much as I do. Some people don't like it maybe as much as I do. But um, having a young family who I need to get out of the house in the morning and having 
a finite amount of time each day to to do the work I need to do without distraction having that solid routine is really really important for me so you know there's no lying in bed till 10 o'clock in the morning or going back to bed after everyone's gone out you get up you eat you have good breakfast every day without fail start the day with something really really good for you um and get dressed you know and i aim to start my work on time for me this is my version of on time every single day you know if i'm sat down by about eight o'clock in the morning that for me feels like a success i will go to my desk have a little desk. Um, I'll share a photo of it actually. It's my little Harry Potter under the stairs cupboard. It's got my desk, it's got my iMac sat on it. And I will take myself to work in the morning. And even though I am working for myself and I'm not traveling out to somebody else's office to clock in, I'm still going to work and I'm going to do something productive. Something really important as well uh, is remembering to take breaks work that into your routine sometimes um, if you are one of these people that works three four five hours at a time solidly you get into the zone and you're constantly buried in what you're doing some days that's really good when you need to be totally in the zone and productive and you don't kind of draw yourself out of it but doing it all the time is probably not so healthy you need to take breaks at the risk of kind of burning yourself out so, you know, set yourself timers, set yourself reminders to get up and take a break. And, you know, it goes the other way as well. If you're someone that's kind of struggles to focus on their work and they find themselves kind of dotting and diverting all over the place, you can use a timer to actually say, I'm going to be focused in for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, and then I'm going to take a break. So you're kind of using the break as the reward for getting in the zone. And that way, then you're kind of training yourself that you can be in the zone and you can be doing the work a lot of the time um, working for ourselves we forget to take time off because there is a mindset and a mentality that the time that we are not spent working is the times we're not making money and that is the reality of working for yourself if you're not grafting on a client project or you're not looking for sales or you're not out networking you you're probably not making any money so that can be quite a difficult barrier to get over but you do need to remember to give yourself some slack and take some time off um, some good friends of mine from one of my uh, local snack communities press that you know we need to practice a little self-care once in a while because you cannot be on it 24 7 um, if you are, you know, you're working for yourself, as is for me, I'd imagine one of the drivers for you is that you have the freedom to work at your own pace. You know, you don't need to lock yourself into your chair for eight hours a day just because that is what the work day is. You know, if you've done the valuable work, get up and take a bit of time back for yourself because you can. You're allowed to do that running your own business. Um, there's a, a lot of 
uh, YouTube channels and things that say you've got to be grafting 12, 15 hours a day to be really successful. But it just, I, for me, I just don't find that healthy. You know, if I've done what is valuable and I've got in touch with the people I need to get in touch with, take an hour off, go for a walk, go get that exercise. You know, it's really important to practice that self-care. I was listening to the Sean Wears podcast this week. Um, I've kind of mentioned Sean before. Uh, he's always really insightful. He's always sharing some really good stuff. But he's, he's one of his latest episodes. Uh, he talks about taking a sabbatical and not just kind of a week out or a month out. He's taken a year off. He has built his business to a place where he can take a year off to go and explore and experience new stuff and just not focus on his business. That's, I find that amazing. You know, the thought of even being in a position to be able to take a month off for me is is absolutely remarkable. Um, and it's one of my goals for the first 12 months of running this business is that by the end of 12 months, I want to be in a position where I can take a month off. So, you know, you could do that for yourself. You could say that every four weeks, you are definitely going to take one day where there is no work. You know, every couple of weeks you say, I'm not going to work this weekend. And you start working that slack time, that downtime, that refresh time into your routine. Because, you know, you will burn out if you work too much. The last point that um, I want to talk about um, is about people. When we work for ourselves, more often than not, unless we have a kind of a co-working space that we go to, or we do have an office, or we actually employ people, you know, if you're in that much of a position where you're working for yourself, but you've got a team, you are on your own. You are working on your own. You are potentially working from home and you you get into a little ecosystem, into a little bubble where you might not go out, you might not see people, you might not really engage with anyone face to face because Slack conversations and, and instant messaging has kind of replaced those interactions and and those relationships. It is really important to get out and meet with people face to face. Engage with somebody in a conversation. It might not be about work, it could be about anything, but just engage with somebody in conversation. Um, I fall into this this rut and this trap every now and again where I'll be I'll be working on a client project and I will actually not have really left the house properly for three or four days. And I have to force myself to actually give a friend a call and say, hey, let's go and get a cup of coffee. Or, you know, hey, let's go and sit in this cafe and do some work together. It's, um, it's, it's really easy to kind of become one-sided into yourself and almost forget that you need people. I know I do. And I know that's, that might actually sound terrible, but I do kind of forget that uh, I need people who are not in my kind of immediate family. I need that circle, that network, 
to to kind of maintain health in myself in my ability to work in my ability to communicate and you know at the risk of you know blowing my own trumpet too much you know I go and meet people that might be doing something for them I don't know but you need to find ways to go and meet people and engage with people it might feel like a lot of effort sometimes maintaining those relationships with the people that are close to you to keep yourself you know healthy and happy and uh, and moving forward because if you're only having those conversations with yourself and you're only doing work on your own you've got no one to challenge you either other than your clients so just giving yourself a little bit more perspective from other people and those conversations with your peers it's good for you that's the bottom line it's good for you so really we think back about those three things if you look after your body it will look after your mind if you look after your time and your routine it will pay you back and you look after your relationships and your network and you're never going to be working alone again Think about what you can do for yourself this week to stay healthy. If you want to reach out to me for a quick chat on on Skype, if you you know you can't get out to meet people, a video call, you know, it could be good. You can find me on Instagram, Tom Jepson Creative. You can find me on Twitter at the Pixel Grid. You can find me online, TomJepsonCreative.work. The show notes for this episode will be up on the website. As I say at the end of every episode, there is a Patreon account patreon.com forward slash Tom Jepson Creative. When I come back after the summer break, I'd really like to be hosting interviews with people and getting out and meeting with more people to learn from their experience and sharing that experience with you. Any contribution that you could make, even the cost of one cup of coffee, will go a long way to helping me facilitate those conversations and bringing some new, fresh opinions and, and insight to you on this podcast. So if you can contribute, please do. I'd really appreciate it. If you've listened this far, again, I really appreciate it. If you want to like the podcast on Spotify or iTunes, please do share it with your friends, share it on the social media, reach out to me. If you ever want to come on as a guest, if there's something you want to talk about, come find me. I'd be really pleased to talk to you. Get yourself out, get in a routine, go meet some people. Have yourselves a great week. I'll see you in episode 9.